Hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes and Technology. My name is Opal Singleton and we come to you every Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. Well, what a crazy, crazy week it's been. Buckle up, baby. We're just getting started. This is really going to be an interesting change in our society. I do have to tell you that I'm just immensely disappointed that Proposition 20 did not pass. As you know, we put a lot into educating the public about that particular proposition. That's the proposition that would have declared that child sex crimes are violent offenses. And it's just hard for me to fathom it since I work in human trafficking and social media exploitation, sextortion, and child pornography, that that uh, people did not understand the implications involved in that. And so we continue the good fight. We'll do what we have to do. Uh, this organization, or excuse me, this show is brought to you by Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, Million Kids. Not one million kids, not a million kids, just simply million kids. And we serve as the training and outreach coordinator for the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force, and that is just an amazing group of men and women. I'm so proud to, to serve with them. We've, we've got some new leadership this next this week and haven't met them yet, but I've heard good stuff about them. So that's really good. We, we just doubled the size of our task force here in Riverside County. We now have 13 full-time men and women that do nothing but go after the worst of the worst. And I believe they are the best of the best. And I'm proud to serve as their training and outreach coordinator. But we're also proud of San Bernardino's task force, even though I don't report to them. I work with them because those perpetrators, those pimps, they don't care which side of the 10 freeway they're working. And so it's important that we all work together. Well, we have a guest today, and I'm very, very excited about it. Uh, this is someone that we had wanted on for a long time, and our, our schedule was such that just couldn't make it happen. But, uh, but now we are. We, uh, Million Kids, has been fighting human trafficking here in the Inland Empire since 2008. And uh, in the course of time, there have been many good agencies that have grown up and have become sophisticated in what they do. And we each have our different specialties that we do. In my case, I'm a post-certified law enforcement trainer. But in this case, we have as our guest today, a gentleman by the name of Roger Martin. And he, he is with Humans Against Trafficking. I really like that name, by the way, Roger. Uh, Roger, you want to come on, say hello, introduce yourself, tell the people a little bit about your journey, your background, how you got into this and like that. Hey, good afternoon, Opal. Thanks for uh, inviting me to join you. Uh, I, as you said, I'm Roger Martin. I'm, this, I'm a founder and the CEO of Humans Against Trafficking, a small nonprofit from San Diego that focuses on using technology social media and platforms to try to fight uh, trafficking, mostly on the prevention side. That is, we reach to educate uh, both the potential victims and other stakeholders as well through, uh, through software and through uh, some advanced technologies. 
You know, uh, I so much value that uh, we ourselves are into prevention and intervention. And I, I know what it takes to run an agency that that does prevention and intervention. It's, it's kind of hard to raise money sometimes because people don't want to pay for what didn't happen. But the, it is such an important mission. And, uh, and I value that. And the fact that you have approached this from a technology point of view is, is especially valuable. What is your background that got you into this? Yeah, my background was I started uh, 25 years ago at a very small tech company that became one of the largest uh, tech companies in the world. And I started as an engineer there and I was exposed to all kinds of, uh, you know, cutting edge technologies. And as, as my 25 year work anniversary approached, I was approached by some people who were working in anti-trafficking here in San Diego. And they asked, you know, could I help with uh, fundraising, maybe get my company behind it? And those are very reasonable requests. And I said, sure, uh, and I'm happy to help because I've heard that this is a you know a really big problem, uh, except I had some misunderstandings about it. I, I said, I heard this was a really big problem you know, somewhere else, right. uh, like in Thailand or, or, or Russia or something to that effect. And they said, no, really, you know, the United States is, is the biggest market um, for sex trafficking in the world because that's where the money is, that's where the demand is. And I said, oh, are they, are they uh, you know, smuggling kids across the border? Uh, that must be the problem because we're in San Diego. It's a border town. Right. I thought maybe that was it. And they said, well, that's not really it. About 80% of the kids being trafficked in the United States were born and raised in the United States. They're U.S. Mm-hmm. citizens. They were, you know, maybe 10% uh, came from the, across the border and the other 10% maybe from, uh, from other sources. But the point is, it was a domestic problem. Right. I, and I said, well, h- well, how big is this problem? And they said, well, uh, it's hard to be sure, but their estimates, you know, in excess of 100,000 kids being, you know, trafficked for sex in the, in the you know, United States every day. And when I started hearing about this, I'm like, well, how, how come I have never heard about this? Why, do, why didn't I know about this? How did I get these myths about where it was from? I said, right. where are these kids getting, uh, are they getting kidnapped uh, like that movie Taken? Mm-hmm. And, and they told me, no, really, uh, you know, the, the, the force and kidnapping is a very, very small percentage, maybe 95% of it or, or so is, is through manipulation. It's through online um, manipulation mostly. Right. And they referred me to some studies that showed that, uh, you know, the last uh, several years, the number one place that most kids first meet their trafficker is online. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as in, and most of the time it's a stranger to them, you know, except for familiar trafficking. So I said, so you're telling me there's a predator and he's got his he's got his smartphone and he's scrolling through social media looking for kids that he might approach. And although he or she may not be able to tell you exactly what they're looking for, they kind of know it when they see it. And it occurred to me that that's the kind of problem that artificial intelligence is really good at modeling. Right. For example, let's say you're on Instagram and you post pictures of your dog. Very soon, you're going to get dog food commercials or ads in your feed because <laughs> Isn't artificial, that true? Yeah, and artificial intelligence is going to recognize that you like dogs or, you know, similarly for who you're following and what you're commenting on pretty soon, it's going to figure out whether you're into fitness or food or something else. And I realized, you know, a, a trafficker is looking for a certain kind of kid. He's not going to approach every single kid, right? He's looking for the ones that look most vulnerable to his or her manipulation. So that means uh, young teens, right, that, that aren't quite sophisticated enough to rec- recognize, uh, you know, the, the, the danger yet. Right. Looking for kids that maybe lack self-esteem, looking for a little, uh, you know, trying very hard to get attention online, 
um, and lack of parental supervision. And, you know, there's a whole host of things that they might be looking for. And when they see it, they send a message to that kid. You know, oftentimes, uh, particularly on Instagram, let's take Instagram for an example. Um, you know, that kid is trying to be a model or trying to get discovered or trying to be an influencer or really trying to just get a lot of likes and attention. And when they see that, they reach out and say, hey, I'm a modeling agent or a photographer, or a casting agent. I'm somebody who can help you get famous. Let's meet and make your dreams come true. Right. And so uh, I, I asked some friends of mine that I've worked with in, in tech, I said, can we build something that might be able to find these kids, identify them before the trafficker does, you see, because the trafficker, he's manually scrolling through and trying to make a human decision about, you know, who to approach. Maybe you can approach 100, uh, you know, in a day. But if we could reduce this to some kind of artificial intelligence algorithm, maybe we could identify and contact maybe 100,000 in a day. And if we could reach them first, maybe we could just give them some simple inoculation, like, Hey, if somebody reaches out to you saying that, you know, they're a modeling agent or a photographer or something, be very, very careful. Mm -hmm. Don't uh, don't assume that they are who they say they are, because that's that's often the, the first approach of a trafficker. And so if we could just start pushing out educational material to these kids, that potentially would help those kids be more uh, inoculated, if you would, more robust, more resistant right. to, to recruiting. And so we set about making that um, that prototype, and it took us about six months, but eventually it, it started working. Well, now, um, so you, when you go out to the user, and we're coming against a break here, but as you go out to the user, you actually send a message out to the young person themselves based on AI, then artificial intelligence in. Yeah, we have a couple of different ways that we can reach them. We have uh, an Instagram-based outreach program that we call Models Against Trafficking that I can go into more detail after the break. Mm -hmm. But we have sort of a, an, a broad outreach. And then we've also packaged that technology for parents into an iPhone app. You see, because parents, they care generally about human trafficking. They think it's a terrible shame, but they care very, very deeply about whether their own kid is potentially, you know, susceptible to recruiting. Yeah or whether they've already been approached. And so we yeah. can, with that technology, we can tell, that, tell the parent the answer to both of those questions. Thank you for uh, that input. I appreciate it, Roger. We're up against the break. This is Opal Singleton. We will be right back. Real estate sales in the Inland Empire are really hot. Sellers and buyers recognize that these low interest rates will not last. Sean and Colleen at Caldwell Banker Armstrong Properties in Riverside are proud to sponsor this show. They are the best in the Inland Empire. They're fair, honest, creative, and they care about you and your situation. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, call Sean and Colleen at 951-529-4066. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. Hey, there are many good restaurants in the Inland Empire, but really great restaurants are hard to find. Let me tell you about the Toasted Barrel in Corona. It's a trendy, upscale steakhouse with great pasta and seafood. It's a fantastic choice for birthdays and anniversaries or just that special night out with your loved one and friends. Inland Empire Magazine has awarded them best restaurant and brunch for the past three years. The owners, Ed and Shirley, are friendly and attentive to your needs. If you're a prime rib connoisseur, this place is for you. Go ahead and try it out. The Toasted Barrel, located at 1300 El Sobrante Road in Corona. Or Google them at Toasted Barrel to make reservations. I guarantee you, you're going to love it. 
Be sure and tell Ed and Shirley that Opal sent you. It will be a night you'll never forget. Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by internet, more than six billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S dot org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton, and we come to you every Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock right here on AM 590 the answer. Hey, I really want to reach out and uh, say thank you to each and every one of you that listen to this show and that you email me. Uh, You can do that at opal, O-P-A-L, at millionkids.org. I'm always blown away. I've had several of them this week. Uh, Some of you might know that I ended up getting married finally. COVID finally lost the battle and we got married. We'd been wanting to get married for a long time. And I've had so many people reach out to me this week and say congratulations or that they never miss the show. And uh, some people were, uh, we had a very small wedding, but some people were even listening to me on the way to the wedding. And I'm like, if you're listening, if you're on listening to me on the show, you're not at my wedding. So there you go. Anyway, thank you to each and every one of you that have supported me and that have written to me this week. I so much appreciate it. Well, we have a great guest today and somebody who really is a man after my heart because our paths are so parallel and so uh, similar, but he he goes a different route in that he has uh, technology engineering experience and has used that expertise. One of the things I want to point out about Roger Martin is that He's someone who saw a problem, used his expertise, and said, I'm going to do something about it. And I admire that because so often we all, a lot of people will go, oh my gosh, that's awful. And it is awful. I agree. It's awful. But to just say it's awful and do nothing about it is insane, in my opinion. This is our future generation and our kids at stake. So Roger has used his technology expertise and put together a team of people to develop a critical app, an app he's going to tell you about here in a minute. And uh, that's why I reached out to Rogers. I saw the announcement about the app and I thought, 
how important this work is and what he's doing, that somebody is really giving us tools to work with. So with that, Roger, you were talking about, uh, I'd like to first kind of uh, go into your model program that you were talking about on Instagram. How does that work? What are you doing? How, how does it all play out? Yeah, the, the inspiration for the Models Against Trafficking movement really comes from the nature of Instagram itself. There's a lot of different social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, et cetera. They all have sort of their own culture. Mm -hmm. On Instagram, the culture is really about modeling, fashion, beauty. Um, you know, the influencers, the big influencers there on Instagram are fashion, uh, you know, influencers mostly. And most of the kids who are being approached uh, by sex traffickers on Instagram are, are, are being approached you know, with the assumption that maybe they, they're being discovered. And so it occurred to us that um, if we could reach out to these kids um, and, and give them some education about what sex trafficking grooming looks like, what, you know, the approaches look like, what the playbook looks like, because all of all those traffickers use the, the same basic playbook, we could probably prevent them from being recruited. The problem was that the message couldn't come from me. You see, I look like somebody's dad, right? In fact, I am <laughs> so, somebody's yeah. dad. And you're not going to Yeah, I, I, um, I have my own daughters. Uh, I have four daughters of my own. And one of them actually, uh, you know, spent a tremendous amount of time on Instagram when she was a teenager. She's now 22 and graduated from college. But she was one of these typical kids who was looking for too much attention on Instagram and trying to become a model. She eventually did become a signed model, but not until after several, you know, various suspicious people had approached her, you know, trying to pretend that they were, that they were, you know, modeling agents. And so um, it occurred to us that if my daughter's not even listening to me, I tried to talk her out of it several times, nobody else's daughter is going to listen to me too. What I really needed to do was get to somebody that they would listen to. And so they listen to the people that they follow, the influencers. And I, we noticed that the girls who want to be models are following lots and lots of uh, working models, you know, models who have, let's say, 10,000 to a couple of million followers. And they're out there on covers of magazines and, and actually have already made it. And it occurred to us, if we could combine this, you know, sex trafficking uh, prevention education with good modeling tips, let's say how to make it in the business, um, that would really that would really appeal to these girls, right? Because what they're really looking for is the attention, the likelihood that they're going to make it in the industry. I don't think I can, get, can, can convince them that they shouldn't be on Instagram or they shouldn't be trying to be a model, but I think I could get the people that they look up to to start giving them and pushing out this uh, educational material. And so I love that. You know what a what a fantastic approach in concept because you begin to build that dialogue. They begin to trust you to go back and forth and you're not just somebody wagging your finger. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So they've all heard the stranger danger lecture before and, you know, they believe that they're safe. They believe that they could spot yeah. predators. And if that were true, we wouldn't have this problem. So, I, it, you know, I, I've trained over 400,000 people myself personally, and it's always amazing how many kids say, well, that's interesting, but that doesn't happen to me. Right, and right. Uh, they, they always have that denial. Right. And so the way we get around that problem is we say, we understand that you get it, but your friends might be at risk. And right. so what we want you to do is learn this so you can join our movement. You can be an influencer yourself and you can tell your friends about it and you can help warn your friends. 
And now the whole crux of this relies on us getting, you know, a handful or maybe a, you know, a whole uh, bunch of influencers. The problem was I'm just some guy from San Diego and I didn't know any models, right? So I just started socializing the idea with friends, uh, you know, asking what they thought of the idea. And before I knew it, uh, I've met people who said, oh, I have a friend who's a model. I have a friend whose you know, father is, works at a modeling agency. And, and eventually I was talking to all five uh, international, the largest five international modeling agencies in the world, right? Wow. Next and Wilhelmina and so forth. Uh -huh. And they were so gracious in a meeting with the president of Next Modeling in L.A., for example, he said, you know, every single week I get calls from parents saying that one of my uh, one of my agents was inappropriate to their daughter. And I have the sad duty to tell them that wasn't my agent, that somebody impersonating my agent. And so the modeling agencies and the models themselves, not only did they understand this problem and want to help it, it really resonated with them. It really hit them where, where they live. And so in the beginning. Uh, we launched in January of this year with about 64 uh, modeling influencers, and they wow. all, uh, you know, we create content that's attractive and, uh, you know, appropriate for Instagram and educational for models. And it's a combination of how to be a safe model, and it's a combination of just general awareness of human trafficking and some of the statistics of human trafficking. And there's a lot of self-esteem boosting things in there because underlying all of this is, yep. you know, girls looking for self-esteem. So we try to help them be comfortable with the fact that they aren't, you know, famous models, right? And and still love themselves. And so that's been going on for about, uh, uh, you know, well, since January, right? So about uh, 11 months now. And we, we use the Models Against Trafficking uh, Instagram account really as a, as a way to push out information to our influencers who then push it out to their followers. And we can reach and recruit additional uh, followers um, and, and additional influencers. It, it's, it's the most wonderful feeling because friends of, you know, models have friends in the industry and their friends yes. reach out to us and say, hey, can I also be involved in this? And so it's grown from, you know, 64 at the beginning and maybe a footprint of about 3 million, uh, you know, that we reached to over a hundred now uh, with a you know footprint of something around 30 million uh -huh. um, you know people that we're reaching on a you know every other day basis and uh, so we're very we're very proud um, and of course we can't tell yet you know as you said before you can't tell with prevention whether or not you actually prevented something uh, but we believe that we're making an impact here well you know not just the measurement is not just that, did you keep them from becoming a victim? But uh, me and kids ourselves do a lot of work around self-esteem. Uh, in fact, my show last week was all about why character matters when in the grooming process. So the work you're doing of being able to feed them that way to have a positive in image and a positive self-thought is uh, powerful, even if uh, you never keep them, you know, even if they were never, ever going to be a victim and you were able to keep that. And and certainly that work is admirable. I work in it myself and not in any one person that we can save and keep out of is valuable. But what you're doing on the wide range to show uh, about the the value of believing in yourself is really powerful, Roger. I, I admire that greatly. And, uh, you know, we need a lot more of that. That's just, uh, it's just incredible. I had not seen that side of your app. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's really, it's a powerful thing when a model who's an influencer who looks like you, 
So we have a very diverse set of models. We have plus size models and we have runway models and we have photography models, men and women, young, you know, young men, young women uh, of all races, of all ethnicities. And so when someone looks like you, that's a very powerful thing when they reach out and give you advice. Right, we're up against that break, folks. So stay with us, we'll be right back. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. I want to tell you about a book I wrote called Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers. It's all about how predators access, groom, recruit, and exploit our young people using social media, online gaming, video chat rooms. Technology is changing at the speed of light, and we have to understand how to keep our kids safe from predators. So you can get this book by going to www.meandkids.org. It's $16, I'll sign it, and I'll ship it to you personally. We hope that you will order this book, educate yourself about how to keep our kids safe in this day of changing technology. Join us each Saturday for our radio show at Exploited Crimes and Technology at three o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. My name is Opal Singleton and I appreciate each and every one of you that follow this show. If you are hearing this show and you want to share it to someone in the future, the link will be at millionkids.org. I'm sure it will also be at humansagainsttrafficking.org. And we will keep that link up and you can forward it and share it to anyone that you want to. All of our shows are archived. By the way, if you have anyone who wants to listen to the show and they're out of our area at three o'clock on Saturday, Pacific Standard Time, just have them log on to am590theanswer.com and they can listen anywhere in the United States. If you want to support our work, we would very much appreciate it. These are extremely hard times to raise funding with this COVID thing. We have not made a live speech since March 12th. So, and a third of our income is from the sale of our books. So it's, it's getting to be real, real challenging. You can support our work by going to millionkids.org and hit that donate button. M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org, hit that donate button. We have an excellent guest today. His name is Roger Martin. His organization, if you want to support it, he's out of San Diego, but I can tell he covers uh, the nation the same as we do. His organization is Humans Against Trafficking. That's a clever name, humansagainsttrafficking.org. So Roger's telling us about an app that he has that's related to modeling that's just fascinating as heck. Uh, so with that, Roger, uh, pick up and keep going. Tell us, tell us a little bit more about that, because I love what you're saying here. Right, so we knew how to use the technology uh, at a broad scale. That is, we could we could analyze hundred thousand uh, you know Instagram accounts a day. But as I said before, you know most parents would say, "Well, good for you," and most parents don't think that their own kid is really at risk. But if you were to give that parent a way to know whether their kid was at risk, and and even worse yet, whether that kid had already been approached by a predator. They, they'd want to know the answer to that question because they care, like I say, generally about human trafficking and sex trafficking. They think it's a shame, but they think it happens to somebody else's kid. Right. And of course, if that were true, we wouldn't have this problem, right? There wouldn't be 100,000 kids. Right. Uh, you know. We call that the veil of denial. 
Correct. And so um, we packaged that same technology into, a, into an iPhone app that we call Radley. And Radley is spelled R-A-D-L-E-E. -E. And what Radley does is it answers two really important questions for parents. It answers the question, are my child's posts safe? Meaning, are they the kinds of posts that are going to attract a predator? Because we know what the predator is looking for and we can model it. And so I can tell you with some confidence, you know, on a scale of like one to 10, how at risk your, your kid might be to uh, attracting a predator. And then it'll also tell you who's contacting your child. That's, that's a really, really important thing. Oh, for parents yeah. because they might see a comment and not recognize it for um, what it was. They, they don't know how to be sure whether it's a predator or, or just innocuous. They're not very familiar with the Instagram lingo. They, right. they don't know how um, predators operate. And so instead of trying to educate parents in the abstract and, and you know, read things to them about um, you know, how it actually works, we decided we would, take a, we would take that same technology and make a very simple app that tells them Sort of red, yellow, or green is your kid at risk, and red, yellow, or green is the comments or the people that are contacting your kid suspicious. The bottom line there is when a when a parent signs up for this, they just have to know their their child's Instagram handle, and they enter it, and and it'll go back. The app will go back over the last three months of your kid's posts and analyze everything, right? All their photos and hashtags and captions and comments and so forth. And that itself, um, and it'll flag the things that are of concern that we think that, that the parents should look more into. Like we can't be sure if this person is a predator, but they've got things that are consistent with predatory behavior. We can't be sure that this kid um, as, is at risk for sure, but he, he or she has things that are consistent with kids who are getting approached by predators. Right. And, and so um, if you think about a typical kid, he's got or he or she has, uh, you know, a thousand followers and is following a thousand people. And there's so much, you know, they're making two or three posts a day. Uh, the the problem, the size of the problem, if a parent, even if a parent really wants to keep an eye on things, it's just too big. I mean, there's right. hundreds of thousands of data points that they would have to look at at any given time to be sure. Radley does that you know, 24 hours a day. It never sleeps, right? That's one of the nice things about, uh, you know, artificial intelligence. It never sleeps. And so it can focus you in through all the noise on the things that are most concerning that you need to know about. And then it also has links to how to talk to your child about online safety and not, not in the stranger danger lecture way, like some real tips about how to work with your child on you know, being transparent with their social media and how to convince them that you're really on their side and how to convince them that they should trust you more than they trust the strangers that are, that are out there trying to uh, contact them. That is really, really good. It's interesting that it goes back. I really like that aspect when you first sign up with it, that it actually goes back to some history because uh, you and I both know teenagers, you know, they, they have, well, with Insta, there's Insta and Finsta, you know, right. the real one and the fake one, and they have one that you don't often know about. And, uh, and then they have the real one, but if they know that you're watching, they'll change their behavior. Now, uh, what I love about it is the way it kind of looks at a rating and helps a kid begin to understand 
the risk factors, because I really believe that most kids are naive, and I know most parents are absolutely in denial as to those risk factors. And uh, so having something like this, that gives them pause for cause, if you will, something to stop and analyze, well, why would they say that would be a red or, or um, you know, like that or something that I could consider, at least it's an education tool to get them to stop and think. Right. And then that's, that's what it's meant to be because it can't be perfect. It cannot be right. sure. It can just tell you, hey, your kid's profile is very attractive. It's the kind of profile that attracts predatory attention. And so that would be a combination of things like the photo. Um, our AI can tell you how, how racy a photo is. And the racier the photos, the more the predator believes that the kid is looking for attention, right? Somebody to compliment their body or somebody to compliment you know, their, their appearance. And they're willing to take a little risk and reveal something. Because over time, the kid has learned that if they post racy photos, they get more likes. Yep. So let me ask you, is uh, age a factor on this? In other words, one, one of my concerns right now with COVID is we're putting six, seven, eight-year-old kids on the internet. They have no idea what adult sex is. They have no idea what, what the, is taking place in the dances that they're emulating and out there doing these movements that emulate sex acts. And yet they're very young. They want to please. They and they don't want to tell. They don't want to get the guy on the other end in trouble. And right. so they don't report. They take risks, and they they don't have a, any adult reasoning, and they don't understand adult sex. And yet we put them in a world where they're going to be exposed to adult sex. So you know, if you see a very young person on there, how does does that give it a factor at all? Yeah, absolutely. So the things that we're looking at in the photo is raciness. We're also looking at age. Our AI can estimate the age. And that's a really, that's a difficult one because believe it or not, you know, a 13-year-old girl who puts on a lot of makeup can yeah. appear older and she <laughs> wants to appear older. But right. can, we can estimate age. We can estimate gender. We know that, uh, you know, 90% of the, or, or something like that, 90% of the kids getting recruited off Instagram are female, even though lots and lots of male uh, as well. But we can estimate um, age, gender, and, uh, and raciness. And then we can look at hashtags, for example. Um, there's a lot of hashtags that predators look for um, that is basically the way that they search for kids who are looking for uh, attention. For example, there's a, there's a famous Scout me is a hashtag, scout me, which is, uh, I think the kids believe that modeling scouts are using that to find new talent. But of course, that's not how modeling scouts find new right. talent. And, and, and we try right. to educate the kids that that's, they're, they're not looking for new talent on, uh, on the scout right. thing. But, or cam girls, cam girls, yeah, cam yeah, girls well, gone wild. Yeah, exactly. So most kids, you know, they know the difference between a, you know, an explicit, uh, you know, hashtag, Sorry. but then they, they start to think that maybe I can modeling hashtags like a teen model gets a lot of predatory attention. Scout me gets a lot of predatory attention. Teen girl uh, gets a tremendous amount of modeling attention. Sure. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate our guest today. His name is Roger Martin. His organization is called Humans Against Trafficking. They are out of San Diego, and we highly value their work. We are up against that break, so stay with us. We're going to be right back. 
This message is all about Million Kids, the organization that helps locate missing kids throughout Southern California and educates to keep kids safe from predators. Million Kids educates school administrators, teachers, parents, and teenagers how predators identify a potential victim and the methods they use to recruit innocent kids. BMW of Riverside is a proud supporter of Million Kids. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adams Street exit off the 91 freeway or click bmwofriverside.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton of Exploited Crimes and Technology. Let me tell you about my friend Doris Anderson at Remax Realty in Upland. She is amazing. She's kind, she's patient, but she listens and she's informed and she will help you with your real estate transaction in a way that works for you. Doris, in full disclosure, often supports the work of Million Kids because she cares about young people. But she knows how to analyze a market, how to market a property, and how to find just the right transaction for both buyers and sellers. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate or invest in income property, contact Doris Anderson at Remax Realty 951-733-8899. That's 951-733-8899. 951-733-8899. Custom Service Systems, a proud supporter of Million Kids, is a family-owned and operated commercial cleaning company servicing the Inland Empire and surrounding areas since 1974. CSS takes pride in their ability to maintain the business facilities they serve and their long-lasting relationships with their valued clients. CSS provides a variety of cleaning systems customized to client needs, including deep cleaning and disinfectant to be COVID-19 compliant. From basic office cleaning to windows and floors, CSS will clean up your mess so you don't have to stress. Custom Service Systems cares about families and communities and wants to give back. Custom Service Systems are proud supporters of Million Kids to keep kids safe from predators. If you need the best cleaning services for your business or corporation, contact Custom Service Systems at cssclean.com. Again, cssclean.com or call 951-781-9345. That's 951-781-9345. You will know you found the best. Custom Service Systems. AM 590, the answer. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes and Technology. This is Opal Singleton and this show is brought to you by Million Kids. We are the local training and outreach coordinator for the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force. And we have been combating trafficking here in the Inland Empire for well over 12 years now. It's hard to believe what our journey. But more important, we have an incredible guest today that has some technology that I think every parent needs to hear about it. So with that, I'm going to turn it back over to Roger Martin. His organization is human, uh, humansagainsttrafficking.org. And uh, he's uh, telling us about his app, Radley, R-A-D-L-E-E. But Roger, uh, you know, you can finish up on that if you want, but will you then be taking this to other apps? Uh, Yes, we will. I'll tell you a little bit about our development, uh, you know, our development roadmap. Uh, It includes uh, expanding this to TikTok because Instagram has for a long time been the staple social media for teens, but TikTok has, of course, blown up and uh, is is quickly replacing it. All of the lessons we learned about what predatory behavior looks like on Instagram apply very well to TikTok. It's instead of instead of it being photo based mostly on Instagram, it's video based mostly on TikTok instead of being 
mostly about you know modeling and fashion on Instagram. It's just generally about being an influencer and kind of doing crazy you know things. It's right. about charisma and and personality on TikTok. But um, we can take the technology, um, and that's what we're working on right now. That is, we are in the R&D phase of taking the learnings from Instagram, and we're going to expand that. So those people who download Radley, we're going to have an upgrade to it that will allow you to use uh, for TikTok just within the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. One of the other things- I'll tell you, TikTok, uh, it, there's many good uses for TikTok, but it is also the first technology where our kids will have- over a million likes. And uh, that's what we often talk about is living in a world without borders and a home without walls. When when suddenly you're on the world stage and you're competing, trying to get those likes and you become more and more extreme. So I am happy to hear about that. Right. And there'll be another social media app, you know, yes. in the next couple of years, right? But the next <laughs> sort of sub-generation of teens will be looking at. So we're going we're gonna to take... Um, you know, the initiative to stay on all top of all that. One of the other things that we're really looking at that um, that Radley does that I think your listeners would be interested in is it can tell you who's contacting your child. Lots of strangers reach out to kids. Um, they probably shouldn't be reaching out to kids, but to identify the ones that are sort of most high risk or highlighting the, you know, the behavior of most concern, Radley has learned so much about predatory behavior, it can kind of flag someone as sort of green, yellow, or red based on the contents of their communication with your child. For example, um, if if they ask your child to DM them, DM stands for direct message, and it's basically a private conversation on Instagram. That's a a yellow flag. That is, it it doesn't necessarily mean that they're a predator. However, it means that somebody's trying to have a private conversation with your kid, who and that person is probably a stranger. Yes. And then there are there are other sets of words that like meet or photo shoot that imply an in-person meeting, which of course is a red flag. If somebody asks your kid, "Hey, let's let's uh, set up a photo shoot," of, of course you can't do that unless you're in person, which means somebody is asking your kid to meet in real life in a real place. Uh, other times they ask about travel or they'll ask about where you're from. Uh, there's there's a whole set of things that that you can you can look at and the classic predator profile doesn't look like what you think it might look like it's not a right. picture of a creepy old guy it's typically <laughs> going to be a picture of a young teen boy right because right. because that is the least threatening to a uh, to a young teen girl potentially more attractive and it's awfully off often it's a, the photo is of a teen girl because that's even right. less threatening. It looks like somebody their age. Yep. But they'll have very few followers and they'll be following a lot of people. That is not very many people are interested in the content they're creating and they're, and they're not very posting very much, but they might be following thousands, you know, maybe 10,000 people. It's right. like the, pred- the typical predatory account is throwing out a hundred fishing lines a day and they don't need all hundred to hit, right? They just need one to hit. And so they have, they're just following their recipe book and we Radley can analyze their account and their comments to see if they're the kind of person that looks like they're, uh, you know, acting in a predatory manner and then flag it for the parent. And if you don't think that your parent or your child is getting these, um, I would urge you to download Radley and, and check it out for yourself. Um, I know how this technology works, and yet 
when I downloaded the app and entered my own kid's uh, profile and I entered the kids of, you know, my friend's kid's profile and it found things, that was really shocking, right? It seemed, it seemed uh, almost unbelievable that, you know, somebody who's working in this field and, you know, talks to their kid all the time about this issue and so forth could have a, you know, their kid could have a profile that's getting this kind of attention. And I'll just give you one example. One of my friend's kids, we were looking at it together. They went on a, the kid went on a um, vacation. The family went on a vacation this week or this summer, I should say, to the river. And they took a lot of bikini photos and she posted several of her bikini photos. And the next thing you knew, they yep. were getting a, an approach from somebody who said, how would you like to buy um, some, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's lingerie, it's a uh, Victoria's Secret. How would you like right. to buy some Victoria's Secret stuff? And a parent might not immediately recognize that as a predatory behavior. It certainly looks right. out of place. But in, in the predator's mind, he's thinking um, anybody who responds to this saying, yes, they want to buy is yep. either already sexually active or thinking about becoming sexually active, wants to buy it in secret so their parents don't find out. Otherwise, they just go to the store. Why would they buy it right. online and so forth? And so the kind of kids that would respond to this, he knows are the kind of kids that he can manipulate. And so Radley doesn't just let you know, you know, who's, uh, you know, talking to your kid, but it kind of rates them and gives you yellow, red, and green as to how specific the risk is. And then it's up to the parent, of course, who give you guidance on how to talk to your kid about That's it. That's right. Well, we are coming to the end of the show, Roger, and I want to make sure that our audience knows, first of all, how do they get the Radley app? It's available from the Apple App Store for download. Just search by the name R-A-D-L-E-E. Okay. Or and there, uh, you can get, go, go to our website at getradley.com. Getradley, G-E-T-R-A-D-L-E, getradley.com. Getradley.com has all the information about the app and download links. You just click on them and it'll take you to the right app on the app store and you can just download it for your iPhone. Okay. And then we will also promote it at millionkids.org over the next week or so, so that people can also find it there. Uh, just to make sure you get plenty of visibility. If they uh, want to write to you or how do they contact you? The easiest way to contact us directly is through our website. And you can do that either through the getradley.com website. There's a place where you can contact us. We monitor that or the humansagainsttrafficking.org website. Of course, humans against trafficking is difficult to spell because trafficking is a, you know, it's a long name and trafficking is difficult to spell, but it's it's pretty easy to find if you just Google humans against trafficking. Uh, Radley, like I say, is a little bit easier. But either way, it'll get to us. It'll get to me, and we follow up with with everyone. We we find ourselves connecting people to other services, pointing them in the right direction for more educational material. We find ourselves, um, you know, just answering general questions, and and we're happy to partner with anyone. Well, Roger, I so much appreciate having you on. This is Roger Martin. His organization is humansagainsttrafficking.org. If you want to get that app, go to getradley.com. That's G-E-T-R-A-D-L-E-E.com. My name is Opal Singleton, and this show is brought to you by Million Kids. Million Kids is a local agency that supports the local task force here, and we have educated hundreds of thousands of people on sextortion, social media exploitation, child pornography, and all kinds of human trafficking. We appreciate each and every one of you that follow our, our uh, organization and donate to us. 
You can do that by going to millionkids.org. That's M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org. While you're there, you might buy one of our books. We've got a couple of books for sale. We do have a film and a documentary coming out in the spring, so we definitely need your help and support. So uh, be sure now and get that app, getradley.com. You want to support their organization. Their organization is called Humans Against Trafficking. Dot org, And if you want to support us locally, we are millionkids.org, and we definitely need your help and support. This has been a long, hard COVID period, and we're not seeing the end to this, quite frankly. But we are still educating. We are still Zooming. I Zoom almost every day now. I'm just desperate to go out and give somebody a hug, you know. <laughs> but thank you to each and every one of you that support this work, that uh, listen to this. I so much appreciate Roger from Humans Against Trafficking sharing about this uh, software. It is amazing stuff, and I recommend you get it. You folks have a great week. Put your arms around your family. Tell them you love them. We'll see you next Saturday at 3 o'clock. Societal Shift, A World Without Borders and a Home Without Walls. This is the most important book you will read this year, especially if you have children or grandchildren. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by internet, more than six billion people coming together. Technology will provide many great advantages for our kids, but a world without borders for our kids is also a world without borders for pimps, predators, pedophiles, cartels, and organized crime. It is a home without walls because 87% of the kids sleep with their phone. It is the greatest societal experiment of all time. Our kids are technology geniuses and their parents are technophobic. Some are techno impotent. New apps come with no warnings on how a predator will use them against our kids. Advancing technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, and the dark net will challenge law enforcement, teachers, and parents to keep kids safe. Recent research states that 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed with a naked photo and 58% will meet their predator. It is indeed a societal shift and one in which most parents are unprepared. If you are a parent or grandparent, teacher, counselor, or social worker, please take time to read Societal Shift. Only $18.99 plus $6 shipping. Order today at millionkids.org. That's millionkids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N-K-I-D-S.org. It'll be the greatest gift you can give your family and yourself. Order Societal Shift today. Million Kids takes checks and credit cards. Opal Singleton, the author, will personally sign the book and send it to you. Again, go to millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. Join Million Kids. Keep our kids safe from predators.